Welcome to the Intuitive Therapist Podcast with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as the angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey y'all, this is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. This is perhaps one of the most important episodes I've ever done on my show, I think. Why? Because I have witnessed so many of my friends, clients, and I have become acutely aware of myself becoming a prisoner to repeated thoughts, thought patterns, uh, and victim to a stuck mind. Now, I don't know about you, but I have gone through a, much of my life with a stuck mind. And every single time I held on to beliefs and thoughts that plagued me, I suffered. And y'all, we are not on this earth to suffer. Yet I have spent many years in suffering in this way, quiet suffering. And then one day I figured out why. I figured out why we all get in this stuck mind. And I'm going to explain that shortly. But first, I want to talk about the stuck mind. I use this term to refer to obsessive thinking. Now, you don't have to have been diagnosed with OCD or to actually have OCD to experience a stuck mind. We all have this stuck mind at one or many times in our lives. And this stuck mind happens when we hinge our happiness on an outcome or we're deeply affected by what we perceive as an outcome or something or someone has said or done that we find hard to emotionally and intellectually let go of, right? So we have these thoughts and we have these beliefs around it and we get stuck when we feel that um, something has turned out in a way that we didn't want. Is this making sense? So as I said before, I've been severely plagued much of my life with a stuck mind. I probably, I think I'll probably admit this. <laughs> I've never admitted this out loud, but I will because my my whole attention is to be transparent here. I probably have a little bit of OCD, but it's not the, the compulsive piece. It's the obsessive piece. And if any of you get on a loop and go over and over and over and over something, yeah, you got a little got a little OCD going on too. So I am among the many uh, people who struggle with that. So like I said, I've been severely plagued much of my life with the stuck mind when I struggle to understand why something that I perceive was bad happened. And I was never taught how to understand my triggers, right? I, I, that led me to my stuck mind and I ne was never taught how to avoid a stuck mind. I just got stuck. And it wasn't until I realized that my mind kept going round and round and round about something because I couldn't justify it. And it banged up against a core value of mine and I didn't even know it. 
And I also used to attach myself permanently to desired or desperately wanted desires. I think every, every one of us has done that. When we desperately want something, we attach ourselves to it so strongly that we can't, we can't get distance from it to let it become what it needs to become. So when I did that, and I still fall into the trap of doing that, although I catch myself more quickly now, but I, I, my happiness always hung in the balance of what would, uh, what would happen, right? What the outcome was. And more often than not, my happiness dropped to the floor and shattered. All because I didn't understand how to free my mind of what I wanted to have happen or from an outcome that I felt I didn't deserve. Deserving, it's an entirely different topic, and I'm not going to go into that today, but suffice it to say that our sense of deserving is most often ego-driven and out of proper placement. I've spoken before about hinging your happiness on outcomes, and if you've listened to the other podcast episodes, you'll remember that. And in fact, recently, I was working with um, a client, a young adult female, who shared about her repeated experiences with people letting her down by, you know, letting her down, right? So this is a great opportunity for me to help her understand the stuck mind, to help her understand how her thoughts were falling all over themselves and tripping her up and where she was stuck. So I decided to explore this idea she had of being repeatedly let down by others because I wanted to get to the root of why she chose to hold on to that belief. And please pay attention to what I just said. She chose to hold on to that belief as if it were true. And y'all know what I think about beliefs and thoughts where we just automatically believe them because Almost all of the thoughts we believe are not true. The good thoughts are great, uh, but any of the bad thoughts we believe, they're not true. So how many beliefs are you holding on to that don't serve you and cause you discomfort and even pain and suffering like this young lady was doing? And I asked this, this little sweetheart, I asked her to tell me more about her experiences with being let down you know, the ones that caused her to develop this general belief that she can't trust many people to be her friends or she can't trust many people to uh, be kind to her, right? Or trust many people she can rely on. So she went on to say that she makes plans with certain people and they cancel or that when she wants to do something and is excited about doing something, she's afraid to speak it speak about it out loud for fear that she will jinx it. And I laughed as I said this part, but I told her that she's not that powerful enough to jinx something just because she talks about how happy she is about it. None of us are. Yes, we, through the law of attraction and assumption, vibration, energy, all of that, can we call in negative experiences? Yep. Uh, And we manifest all the time, but we aren't that powerful to the point that we ultimately prevent what we are meant to experience from happening. So even if she spoke about being excited about something, it's not going to jinx it where it doesn't happen. And I was trying to explain that to her. 
That was the first clarification that I needed to make to her. Then I went on to talking about expectations. And y'all, I have talked about expectations on this podcast many times. And now when we have them, we hinge our happiness on our desired outcome rather than observing our desired outcome. And then just leaning back into the knowing that what is meant for us will be ours. And she sat back in her chair with that one, which I was glad to see. You know, you see anything that you want in desperation, you won't get. Simply because a desperate energy pushes things away. And a desperate energy means that you aren't certain that it's yours. That's just the bottom line. So I want you to think back about the times where you were just so desperate for something to happen, right? And and you you know very clearly you you didn't have certainty around that. And then I want you to lean into the times where you had certainty. Like, for example, you know how prepared you were for an exam in school. You studied. You knew it back and forth. You had a certainty. And you, you walked into that exam with, a, with an ease, with a calm, versus an angst and doubt. So the universe has no choice when you have certainty about something, but to give you what you resonate with most. The belief that you don't really deserve or think you can have the thing that you say you want because you're in a desperate state. It will always resonate. The universe will always deliver to you what what the highest vibrational frequency is that you carry. And if that's uncertainty, then you're going to experience uncertainty and even negativity. And I asked this young lady how much control she believed she had in life. And intellectually, and she's very bright. Intellectually, she answered, well, not much, I guess. And then I said, okay, get out of your head. Out of your head. And if you, if you truly believe that, then why are you expecting anything at all? Stumped her again, which I love. <laughs> That means if somebody's confused or stopped, their mind is open to learning something new. Here's a reality. Expectations are happiness killers. If you hinge your happiness and well-being on them, you're screwed, right? Because nothing is certain. And you can't control anything outside of yourself. But if you expect something positive to happen... And your happiness is not hinged on whether or not that thing happens, then your happiness and well-being remains intact, regardless of the outcome. It cannot be taken away. This is how you eliminate the stuck mind. Earlier in this episode, I spoke about the one thing I realized that catches everyone in a stuck mind. It trips everybody up at one point or another. And I'm not and and you don't have to have OCD, right? Regardless of who the person is. And it's something that at a very young age, we begin to say about things that don't work out the way we want them to. You'll hear kids uh, going up to their teachers or going up to their parents, struggling to understand why things didn't work out the way they wanted to. And and you'll hear them say, but it wasn't fair. Adults say this too. That's because our kid part, our child state is reacting. 
I believe most of us grew up conditioned with this idea of fair and unfair. But the trick to eliminating the stuck mind, the one that keeps going over and over and over uh, again, the thoughts, and to never hold on to this uh, conditioning, because it's, it's just pure torture, is to remember that nothing is fair in life. And yes, intellectually, you know that. You've heard it intellectually, and, and maybe sometimes you can actually apply that truth and you can use it and get out of your stuck mind. But nothing is fair in life. Let's say you have two people who are competing, right? And they both are looking to achieve the end goal, which is the win. Someone's going to lose. Someone is going to get second place. Is that fair? Or just because the rules of the game are only one person can win, right? What is fair? It doesn't exist. Truth is, we're given exactly what we need to receive in our life for our greatest good, even the horrible treatment that we get from people in our lives. Your soul's orchestrated all of it. Nothing in life is fair. Your soul didn't orchestrate things because things were, uh, were going to ultimately be fair, right? So you just got to accept that. We're given exactly what we need to receive in our life for our greatest good. So this one thing that I figured out is my trigger that changed the trajectory of my life and the lives of my client, clients that helped me and them get out of their stuck mind was this one thing. And once I realized that injustice was the primary trigger for my stuck mind, all of a sudden, it was like this aha that, you know, my mind opened up and I was better able to navigate any of those times forward when I experienced injustice or what I perceived as injustice. Injustice is when something happens that we believe isn't right or fair to us or to somebody else. Injustice is so offensive because we believe we don't deserve it. Truth is, we, we personalize injustice. We cradle our sense of injustice like we would our most prized possession or heirloom. And we do this because our ego, ego tells us that it's, it's, we don't deserve it. It shouldn't happen. It's wrong. But here's the thing. If fair doesn't exist, then does injustice are they the same thing? I don't know about you, but when someone had an attitude with me or when I felt let down by an outcome that I felt was unjust, it was automatically personalized. I took it personally. I got pissed. And I would go over it and over it and over it because I couldn't find a way to resolve it in my own mind. I couldn't put it somewhere. It didn't fit anywhere in my value system. And I would venture to say that most of you do that too every now and then. You get pissed. Somebody treats you the wrong way or shortchanges you or something happens and you're like, I don't understand. Why, why did this happen to me? Why did, why did this person respond to me in that way? Even if it's for just a few moments that you get stuck there, we lean into our reactive state and our ego steps forward and it tells us how dare this happen. 
How dare this person talk to us this way or say this particular thing or how dare someone gets chosen over us? All ego. All protection. You can feel that reaction well up inside you viscerally, can't you? You have felt it. You've experienced it. You know it. We all do. I could think of hundreds of times that that happened to me. Maybe it's happened to me more often than you. Don't know. But hundreds of times in my life where I have felt that injustice or that sense of injustice, how dare I be treated like that, right? How dare they have the balls to say that kind of thing to me? Who are they? Huh? Yep, said that. I've said that before. So the trick is this. Anything that bangs up against your sense of injustice, right? It's a value you hold, justice, fairness, equality, respect, loyalty, whatever you value. Anything that bangs up against what you value causes you to viscerally and emotionally react, right? And if you are emotionally reacting to some, some of this stuff or all of this stuff, and it's not a happy reaction, my dear, you have work to do. And it means that you have neglected to see how somebody else's behavior isn't representative of you. It's representative of them. Now, that doesn't take you off the hook for being a jerk on your own, right? And that they perhaps are reacting to you. You're responsible for everything on your side of the street. But nobody can hold anybody accountable for how a person reacts. But we all love to blame, don't we? Truth is that we have little control over anything outside of us. And that means how other people treat us and the outcomes that occur. The only things you have control over are how you choose to think, feel, believe, behave, and what you ingest and expel. That's it. Just those five things. And once you accept this, you can begin to give your stuck mind permission to hop into somebody else's brain and occupy space in their mind and let it go. Knowing that anything anybody brings to you is their stuff, not yours. What they trigger in you is your stuff. What you trigger in them is their stuff. We all got stuff. Anything outside of yourself is out of your control. Even when we manifest intentionally in collaboration with the universe, what we need, we get. And it's not always what we want. Sometimes there is a collision of that where we get what we want because it's what we need. But we always get what we need. So if all of that is true, then why do you spend, or why do I spend, hours and hours and days and days falling all over your thoughts that somebody or something happened that was unjust to you? When, when you decide to unhinge your happiness from anything or anyone, your mind has no choice but to become neutral to it all, right? You're able to step back. And it's when you unhinge your happiness from anything external from yourself, your mind automatically tethers itself to only you. 
And when you're no longer emotionally or psychologically affected by anything outside of yourself, guess what happens? Your life gets so freaking peaceful and good, you won't even believe it. When you stop being provoked, allowing yourself to be provoked by anything, life gets good. And as the title of this episode suggests, if it's out of your hands, it deserves freedom from your mind too. And it's time to unhinge your ego's grip on the things and people that you have deemed responsible for your happiness and learn how to be the observer in your life. Notice your desires. Focus only on what you are already certain is yours. Focus on your dreams and then let the universe take care of the rest. Let other people show up how they show up. Bite your tongue. Take a step back. Don't react. And then notice what goes on in you that you have to clean up. And as you show up authentically, honestly, compassionately, and integrity-based within yourself, you'll find that injustice fades away and people and experiences uh, become positive and purposeful. It's, it's as if, and this is the truth with anything, anything that you complete, clear up. Again, y'all know I don't like the word heal because I think that's crux shit. But you complete anything you work on and complete the lesson of, it no longer becomes an issue. You, you don't experience it anymore. So if you can get this whole concept of injustice squared away, and if you can get this whole concept of people coming to you with their stuff and that you're not obligated to personalize it and vice versa, then you're making progress and you can clean up your side of the street when you're triggered. Everybody shows up as our teachers. We are students and teachers in the same moment. So y'all have heard the, the uh, famous saying by Wayne Dyer, who says, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. When you clean up your stuff, you, 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 it's, it's like you upgrade your prescription to see to the way you see things. All of a sudden, things are clearer. You, you notice different things. Um, I don't know if you've ever looked at a picture uh, and, and maybe one day all of a sudden notice something that you hadn't noticed before. It's kind of like what happens when you clean up your stuff. When you look at what it is that was triggered, why, and then you do the work around it to understand why it is that uh, it's, it's banged up against something that you value. That's always why we're triggered. Something bangs up against something we value and we have rules around how things should be. And somebody has violated that rule. It's your job to figure out and get clear about how rigid your rules are and what they are. That's the work. If it's out of your hands, it deserves freedom from your mind too. You can't control anything outside of you. So have focused intention. Touch your dreams every day. Be clear about what you want. Tell the universe really clearly. Make that statement that I taught you 
uh, a few episodes back, I choose to know and believe that. Always affirm what you want. Work on yourself. Complete what you need to complete. If it's out of your hands, it deserves freedom from your mind too. Don't hinge your happiness on anything outside of your own uh, self-integrity. Let go. Let God have faith and trust. Life will always work out in your favor. Not always the way you, you want it to, but it's always in your favor. I know many of you women have reached out to me about my program called Aligned, and there's so much going on behind the scenes. Uh, it will be coming in the fall uh, around, at this point, kind of October. I am doing a lot of prep, and uh, I'm so, so, so excited. And um, if you're somebody who struggles to feel fulfilled, right, and you feel like, gosh, you know, there's there's got to be something more than the way I'm living my life. You know, I, I want to know if I'm on path. I, I want to know how to be clear and certain that what I'm doing in this universe, in this world, is the right thing. I want to know what true fulfillment is. Then you are the ideal person to be in this program aligned. And like I said, I'm doing a lot behind the scenes getting a lot of the, the media prepared so that you'll know more about the program and can be a part of this wonderful three-part free live uh, mini-series I'm doing um, to, to give you some really, really valuable content before I offer the program. So if you're interested, I always tell people, and again, I'm going to get a waitlist page ready. I'm doing that, multitasking, y'all. And once I get that link, I will... Uh, tell y'all. Uh, but in the meantime, please hop on my website, download the five pillars that will help you revolutionize your life. It's going to give you some really good tips to just even start before we even get into the program. And that will get you on my list. I can't wait to see all of you wonderful women there. Nothing against you men, but uh, right now I'm going to be working with the ladies. So I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and as always, live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. And be sure to give us some stars and a favorable review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.